Hello and welcome to episode 121 of your very favourite Scattershot. My name is Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we, we have joined a, well, you for two consecutive weeks. <laughs> I can't even speak, I'm so excited uh, and, and or surprised. Um, but thank you, thank you for your continued support and uh, thank you for listening to us talk shit. Um, we've, we, we are on a schedule, a schedule of excellence, you may say, and uh, we've got a, just a, an astounding array of bullshit to, to get through today. Um, we're going to start with some uh, film, we're going to do some yep. games, with some TV, and stuff, as I teased last week. Uh, and with no further ado, Colin, you yes. have seen The Ghost in the Shell. I have seen The Ghost in the Shell, yeah, I was... I was that we're big, both big fans of, of the, uh, the 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 manga cartoon. Yes, the anime. Um, the anime. Um, I, I love it. So I come into this with a lot of trepidation. They seem to Hollywood seems to mess around with anime and get it completely wrong mm. most of the time. Uh, this stars Scarlett Johansson and Pillow. Uh, uh, sorry, Rice. Scarlett Johansson is, is, <laughs> is major. And uh, Pillow as as oh, it's back. I'm gonna. I don't know his name. He's, he's Scandinavian. He plays Batu. Right. Um, as you know, he's he's, the, he's, a, he's a partner. Great big fella with the white hair. Yep. Uh, and the one eye by halfway through the film. Uh, and Kateshi Katano. Yeah. Beat Takeshi. As we know him as Takeshi Katano. I love trying to. I love it. Fucking hell. Beat Takashi. Beat Takashi, as yeah. we know him and love him. Mm. Um, it's directed by Rupert Sanders. Um, and it, and it's, it's the story of uh, a policewoman who's basically all, all, all Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, a, and a baddie who is infiltrating uh, the networks and who is trying to uncover uh, the way the world has been governed, basically. It's a mm-hmm. great big conspiracy. Um, it's really good, Alan. It's really good. They actually get a lot of the action scenes from the film yeah. spot on uh, with the, you know, like the. Uh, the uh, invisible technology they use, the the the, the assassins and yep. stuff. Uh, there's a there's a great scene with a tank. I don't remember if you know the, the spider tank. I haven't seen it for years. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's been a long time. But yeah. I just I, funny. I've seen Ghost in the Shell fairly recently because they re redone it in two. They, oh really? Done a Ghost in the Shell 2.0. They basically just uh, HD'd it up. Really. Okay. Cool. Uh, it was it was lovely. Uh, so I'll yeah, watch that. yeah, oh, it's oh. wicked. It's really good, uh, and so a lot of the beats, the action beats, are still in this as well. Like I said, uh, Pillow as a back as Batu was really good mm-hmm. as, as, as Major's uh, second in command. Scarlett Johansson is excellent. She pretty much always is. Yeah. Um, yeah. What can I say about this film? It, it was a little. I wouldn't say a little hidden gem, but it was certainly something I wasn't expecting to be mm. this good. I was expecting dog shit, and what I found was like. Very good action, science fiction, thriller. Mm. I think the general consensus is surprise. Yeah, definitely. This. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not a lot of people will watch it. I don't think he done good numbers. No, uh, no I don't think so. Because it's just the, the, it's it's the Matrix almost. It's what the Matrix has stolen from, really. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. You know, over the years, but um, it's the, it's the original, and uh, and it, and it, and they've done they've done it justice. Mm. And I, I'm really surprised that uh, Hollywood studios had the balls to, to follow through on the on the on the manga. So yeah, definitely. If you like your science fiction, dirty, mm. this is this is the film for you. I mean, from the from the trailers and the the promo, it seemed as they were pushing more towards a sort of Blade Runner aesthetic. Yeah, there is there is that to it, which the, which doesn't really feature in the in the in the manga or the anime. Yeah. It's it's all very that kind of like Neo Tokyo kind of stuff that it was just a wash through manga in the in the eighties. I mean, this is I would say. This is more Neo Tokyo. Is, is the yeah. marketing misleading? Yeah, it is then because right, it's okay. definitely more Neo Tokyo than Blade Runner. Don't get me wrong; there are bits that are Blade Runner. There were, there were, I mean, in in the in the cartoon, there are dirty bits, ground level, like sort of. There's a there's a scene with a garbage truck at, at ground level, which is dirty, and it is Blade Runnerish. It's when you get up into the up to the upper levels of Tokyo when mm. it becomes Neo Tokyo and almost you know beautiful really. Yeah. So those two levels are distinctly Neo Tokyo and Blade Runner really. Um, yeah, and it, it works. It works well. <clears throat> mm. I saw a great um, as a bit of a segue. I saw a great uh, YouTube video about how uh, the anime and in, and in particular Ghost in the Shell uses geography to establish. Uh, 
um, story. Yeah. So it uses like just shots, like tracking shots yeah, through, yeah. through a like traffic intersection to show the sort of mundanity of life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that this is what's happening at the moment. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, and it really it, and it establishes mood rather than like someone sitting there going, oh, I'm so bored. Like it, <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. it shows just people getting on with their day to life. And even if it's like someone you know driving uh, riding a bicycle to a, a junction, and then like a holographic policeman comes up going stuck <laughs> like that. And it's like okay, so there's there's people getting on with shit, but look at what yeah. is, is here. And it, it just it tells a story in and of itself. It it's can't all, be underestimated how good Ghost and Shell is. The manga. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's absolutely a stone cold classic. That is. And when you see when you see the anime, and it's just the the beautiful, like the, the hand drawing. painted cells. Yeah, it's incredible. So detailed. Yeah. And then you see something like a you know a film where it's CG. So, yeah. yeah. And, and you know the likes of you and I, and indeed the listeners at home might be able to pick that apart and say, well, you know, that's just a dirty great matte painting if you're looking at Blade Runner or that's that's a, a CG field of human babies or whatever. But when it's someone who's actually sat there yeah. and drawn or painted each every little bit of detail of that yeah. for each of the animations. For cells, every frame. And yeah, for every frame. Yeah. And you know, with the camera panning as well. So it can't just be like, oh I'm changing the, the mouth. Yeah. It is the whole fucking thing. I think I think you've nailed it on the head actually what what this film has done. I think it's taken the the beauty of of, of the anime and, and said, you know what, this this is what this film's about. And they mm. do that. There are shots of of it going through the streets and stuff, you know, really like really mood establishing yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. really beautiful shots of of nothing going on, and it, it just really adds to the, the the ambience of the film. Excellent. Well, now you said that, I'm I'm sold. I think you'll like it, Alan. I, yeah. I don't see how you won't. I, I, I'm de- I'm definitely on board. Uh, what would you give it? I'll give it an eight out of ten. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Two row review is dirty science. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, Kelly LeBron. Yes, right? yeah, that's the sequel that everyone wants to see. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see it now. <laughs> Maybe but it's like then. the host when they made this trailer straight after. <laughs> uh, I'd watch that. Brilliant. Uh, that is uh, Ghost of Show. I'm going to check this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm annoyed that it slipped me Little by. Hidden gem, really? Actually, good. Yeah, yeah. but a, a scattershot recommendation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, excellent. Well, talking of like deconstructed futures. Yeah, uh, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn oh, uh, on PS4. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh my word! It is stunning. Yeah. Um. Th- this is a, a essentially a, a third person action game. Um. To cut to the chase, I think it might be the most beautiful game I've ever played. Yeah, it looks it. Uh, it runs very very smooth. Uh, it is astoundingly pretty to to look at. Now I've seen like the the sort of trailers and sort of gameplay, and there's sort of some fucked up robot things running around. What's the story? So the, the story's difficult to get into because of, because spoilers, right? Um, and because English. Uh, <laughs> so essentially, you play a character called Aloy or Alloy. If right, you want, okay. a, a nice pun on the word. Uh, who's a a child in a tribe, um, and on the earth that you have like these effectively robot dinosaurs yeah that's what they look like yeah, yeah? yeah. so they're, they're like they're dinobots yeah dinobots yeah totally that's what they should have called it oh, dinobots Michael Bay colon Michael Bay might have something to say about this <laughs> colon uh, bots did you say yeah 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 it's, wow they, they, get, they get so small um, <laughs> this so, is your podcast right <laughs> um yeah, so you got you got these like robot dinosaurs fucking about and stuff, and that the fucking whole, about. And the, the whole point is that as Aloy, you know, you're you're um, pulled into these uh, effectively these trials because you're an outcast from a tribe. Now the story in this is labyrinth. Right, it goes on for ages, <laughs> and it's loads of twists. Is it a good story? It is yeah? a good story. I okay. liked it. Yeah, I did like it. Um, so th- the beginning of this, you are. Uh, you, you are effectively an outcast from this tribe. So what? no one no one will talk to you. You're dirt, you're filth. Okay. Don't look at my tent, you'll make it dirty. So what, what? Uh, so many people have said to me that of me. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, but what they do is they do these like trials, uh when like you know every year or something like that, or every eighteen years. Um where if you win it, you you become like a a, a leader in, in the tribe. Yeah, so even if you're an outcast right. okay. it gives you an opportunity to to get in. So the whole start of the game is like Aloy learning and training with her father figure or stepfather um, to be a badass. Uh, and then the game starts. And then it just kicks you straight into a trial 
Uh, what's, the, what's the trial? Oh, so it's like it's like running, jumping, and climbing and stuff. Oh, okay. it's, it's all very uncharted at that right. point. Okay. Um, shoot these things. You've got your main your main weapon is a bow and arrow. In yes. This. And you have different types of arrows depending on the different types of bows that you've got. So you've got some that can fire electric arrows or uh, really hard arrows or something that goes and blows the armour off of things. Nice. Uh, or something that freezes things. All quite gamey, generic yeah. stuff. Um, but the fighting's really satisfying. Yeah, I've heard the fighting. It's quite balletic. Yeah. Uh, and the, the character design for the robo-dinos um, is, is second to none. I'll be honest, that's what put me off. I saw clips of it and I thought, that fighting, you see it like with a bow and arrow hooking under dinosaurs, dinobots and stuff and then fighting and taking them down. I thought, that looks tricky. It looks like it's going to be difficult for me to mm. to comprehend all the button bashing that's yep. going to go on. Is it tricky? No, not at all. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the thing that I thought when I saw the trailers, I thought, that's a quick time event. That's just, that's just like press triangle to like slide and do that. Oh, I yeah. see. So like you don't you, actually de- play. Devil May but, Cry kind of thing. It, uh, I would say more like uh, sorry God of War yeah 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 yeah. so it just says like press a button and then yeah. something crazy happens yeah. it's not that at all there's none of that right it is all like you control what Aloy does um, and your primary stuff is um, uh, just like sort of run roll slide yeah um, you can focus so you're pressing the right stick and time slows down so you can like pick your shots and stuff oh, like okay. that which is really cool because all of the robos have got their little um, like weak spots and things and when you like highlight them it shows where their weak spots are so you can like you go oh that one like if I hit it with fire then that will pr- come off and then it's got like a soft underbelly and I can change my arrows and then bang like that so it teaches you to to use patience. In fact, the main mechanic in this is stealth. Now, not in a bad way. Okay. What it what the, the reason that the stealth comes into play for me, and I, I'm sure you can play it entirely as a stealth game and just wait and then just silently kill each fucking thing every time. And I'm sure that'd be fun if you're an idiot. But for me, <laughs> I use the stealth thing for every fight just to position myself. Yeah. So I get into a position because what you can do is you can. Uh, when you use your focus in inverted commas, uh, you can see the tracks of where things are going. Right. So you can like sort of give a little plan of attack. You'll know um, what's going to happen. Yes, yeah, so you know that, oh that's going to go around that corner, and then I can either like make it a goodie. You can like reprogram the oh, robots okay. eventually. Um, can you for, ride them when they? Yeah, might, yeah. Oh, some right. some you can ride. Yeah, right, you get cool. on it. Like, there's some that are a bit like horsey. You get on there. Um, and then so I just position myself, and then I just let loose. Lovely. I just uh, fuck up. or some things that sometimes I'll just barrel in. And Is just it go. satisfying when you take these cuts yeah, down? Well, satisfying because some of these things are they look huge, massive. Yeah, We're talking yeah. like Shadow of the Colossus style. Yeah, yeah. Take up the whole screen, like, and you're having to like pick little bits off of it and dodge and roll and you know time it and then like set traps. And so stuff have you like got like a music soundtrack when all this is going on behind you? Is oh, it? it's got a fully orchestrated oh, score. Wow. It's it's terrific. It's so That's cinematic. Immense. What about the size of it? It's a huge game. Open world? Yes, open world. Completely open world. You can go anywhere, do anything you want. Fuck. Um, and it is massive. Now, a scatshot top tip here is get a... Uh, from from any of the merchants, because you've got like shop owners, like uh, merchants everywhere. Um, pretty much with any of them, you can get a, like a fast travel gold pack. Right. Now, occasionally you get fast travel packs, which just means you can go to any uh, campfire that you like, which is basically right. a save point. Get the gold one straight away because then that's unlimited. Because right. you will need it, otherwise this will take you forever <laughs> to do. And then you can just bounce around the map as soon as you get it. But I, I just, I loved just like running from point to point. It sounds wicked. It, it does. Now, if it sounds like I'm being vague about some of this stuff, it's because there's so many mechanics, stories, locations, enemies, things, set pieces in this game. I've been playing this for, I think I've put, I've easily put 70 hours into it. Jesus. Uh, and I am, I think I'm about 60% of the way through. Really? Now, I am going to try and platinum this. I'm, I'm, I'm going off the beaten track, which is absolutely fine. There's tons of like little side missions. And I, I, any game where you've got to collect shit, I'm, I'm down with that. I want, yeah, I want yeah. to collect it. And most of it is just like, you don't have to do it. You don't really get anything for doing it. It's just like, you just explore. A yeah, bit. yeah. Like find this, find this stupid flower. It might be up that mountain. Great, I'm going to find a way to get that mountain. 
And it'll look wicky when you get there. And it'll there. look wicky when I get there, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll like fast travel down it rather than fall off and die and lose my save. <laughs> um, but I, I'm absolutely in love with the thing. I think it's great. It, it, it can be a little bit heavy on the dialogue. Um, right. I found that uh, where you have like side missions and it's just like a, a story thread about something and at the end of it I'll get a present and a skill point sort of thing. I don't necessarily need to do it. But there's lots of overlong dialogue things. And I found myself skipping some of them. Right. But it does say when you go into the main, like the, the the sort of pause menu, uh, it says what's your main mission, what's your side mission, what oh, your okay. errands, what are like the collectibles and stuff like that. And you can like you know in classic open world style say like I want to do the I'll main do mission one. now. Yeah, so when you do the main mission, and, I, and I, it says main mission and the title of it, I listen to the cutscenes. Yeah, it's all brilliantly acted. You've got Lance Reddick in there. Who's that? He, uh, he was in the Wire. He played the captain in the Wire, and he's the concierge oh, in, the, right. in John Wick and stuff like that. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. That's a guy. Dogs like this a bit. Yeah, like black guy. Really, nice. really stern. Great actor. <laughs> no, sounds nothing like that. <laughs> I was going to say that's not even John Wick. Who did they sound like? I don't know. He won't know John Malkovich. He sounded like one of Mark's brothers. Hey, hey, like, you know what I mean? Fucking hell. But he's really good. He lends it a degree of gravitas. The story is quite bleak. Is it? I will say. Is it this? Is it world? I'm not telling you anything. Okay, fair enough. But it's it's quite bleak. Right. Brilliantly so. It's right up my Last of Us bleak. No, not that bad. Not that bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not that bad. Um, but it's you know it, as I say it's a joy to play this it is as far as I can tell it is a locked like 30 frames a second it, I get, you get no frame drops for me um, it is wonderful lovely it right. really is and I fully recommend uh, anyone get this or, or borrow it or something like that it, it's just play it I mean I got it in the uh, Sony sale uh, and I had some credit in my wallet so I actually only paid about two quid for it nice. but um I think you know it, it goes up and down in price. You can get the basic version, which is all you need, really, for yeah. about twenty-five quid. So it's a, it, it is a bargain. It really is. And if you're a completionist like me, then you've got plenty to keep busy. Got a few hours to go. Yeah, yeah, totally. So what would the what's what's your score out of ten? My score's a, a strong nine out of ten. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah I adore like this thing. It. I really like do. It. And your two-word review? Do we do two reviews for games? Yeah, of course yeah. we do. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Metal Hammer. Nice. Yeah. I had a metal hammer once. Yeah? Yeah. What do you use it for? Hammering metal. Good. Cool story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's uh, Horizon Zero, uh, Horizon colon Zero Dawn. Um, <laughs> it, it's terrific. Available now on your PlayStation 4. Nowhere else. Um, oh, is it exclusive to PS4? Or is it? It's a Sony new IP. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that come from. And, and if you've got a uh, PlayStation Pro, then it, it is optimized pleasure, and it looks even better. Jesus. It runs at a silky smooth 60 FPS, and uh, it's got all the extra detail and bells and whistles. And I can personally promise you that it is the most phenomenal thing you'll ever see. Lovely. It looks better than any PC game I've ever seen as well. Wow. Which is saying something. So well done, Sony, for that. Um, so yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. Nice, uh, Colin. Yes. Uh, many moons ago, uh, Dominic Torello got in his uh, GTO Charger and <laughs> raced did. that quarter mile with a, a handsome young man uh, played by uh, Paul Walker. Yes, the late, the great the, the, Paul Walker. Yep, the late Paul Walker. Um, and they had a number of uh, motion pictures after that, and you've seen two of them. I've seen two of them. Yes, I tried to. I tried to follow your lead or your suggestion. You can say of, lead. of the order <laughs> <laughs> of the order in which to uh, to watch these films. So, you said the best one was uh, Fast Five. Yes, we are. We are, of course, talking about the Fast and Furious opus. So yes, Fast epic. and Furious. So <laughs> the, the epic franchise that, yes. that knows no ending. Um, so yeah, I started at Fast Five, uh, which is on uh, it was on Amazon. Funny enough, I got Amazon, so it was on yep. there. Fast Five. Uh, it's a story of uh, it's a heist in uh, in Brazil. Yeah, I uh, think everyone knows the story of Fast Five. Okay, <laughs> now, now I've never seen a Fast Five film, so this was my first foray. Yeah. Um, at the first, there was a, a, a robbery on a train. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which was really cool, uh, and they steal some cars out of out of the train. 
which I was just like, oh yeah, I'm, I can see why everyone's on board with this. This is fucking great. Yeah. And then everyone starts talking, and then I realised, Jesus Christ, why is everyone watching these fucking films? Um, it, you asked me what my two road review of, of Fast Five, and it was glossy bollocks, mm. and it it really was. It was the, the most glossy film with beautiful everyone is ripped to shit everyone yeah. is absolutely <laughs> CTF the, the, the rock is in IMAX I mean, and everyone else isn't I mean, the rock is this the rock's first one it was one? the first rock one yeah I mean he's dreadful isn't it I mean, yeah, yeah he's pets. I mean it's funny because I love the rock there Dwayne Johnson I think he's a top top actor I yeah, really yeah. don't right but he's obviously learned his craft through through, through dry, trial and error yeah yeah and this is error <laughs> This is proper error. Yeah. I mean, some you've not seen Southland Tales, then, have you? No, I haven't seen. That's his first film. Is that his first one? Uh, was it? Up, is that Sarah uh, Michelle Gellar, isn't it? Yeah, actually, I think his first one was uh, the, oh, the, 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 the Get the, Shorty sequel. Oh yes, you might be right. We played the the yeah. gay bodyguard. Yeah. yeah, and then he done the the mummy one, the Scorpion King. Yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. that might they that might have been the be first one. one. Yeah. But anyway, so you know, it, it's, I mean, there are scenes in this that I just go, I just couldn't believe it. They're on a balcony, one. They they decide they decided to do this heist, and and Paul Walker. Uh, well, actually, it's Vin Diesel going. Right, we need to get do a, the voice. We we need to get a tech guy. <laughs> I can't good, do good. boys uh, and then uh, it all- Riddick he's <laughs> <laughs> here don't turn off the lights uh, we need to get like a, a tech guy in it and then it all it will cut to uh, a Chinese boat with glasses walking through an airport so yeah. that's just that, that's that. and we need like two bad we need two like uh uh, uh, like muscle men or something, or yeah. you know, like no one knows gun, what the Brazilian men, do. right? Yeah. And then it'll be two black men walking through like the streets, and, yeah. and we need someone who's invisible, and it will just cut to no one. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just bizarre. And then, and then, and, then again, and we need two badass drivers, and Paul goes. Well, I think we got that covered. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is just some of the dialogue yeah. is dreadful." There was also another scene, which even now I don't. I, if you could explain to me how this is a, a quip or a gag in any way, just please tell me. Yeah. Um, I don't know who he is. He must be uh, a, a character from one of the other films who'd been betray- who who had betrayed them at one point. Anyway, there's one scene there in the garage. All the gang are there. Yeah. There's yeah. a gang of people now from all over the world yeah, 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 yeah. and they're all fingering a car right everyone's got everyone's fingering a car <laughs> or, or got a dick in it so, you know everyone's with a car <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah just just I don't know just fucking it right basically <laughs> finger fucking cars everywhere yeah. and this bloke walks in and Paul Walker's oh no oh fuck man and they just like go like they go to have a fight right and he's got a big beard he's a big bloke but they're all big He's a big bloke, right? And a woman gets him to go, no, leave it. He's all right now. He, oh, you, yeah, you, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's in the yeah, film before. Yeah, yeah, he was in the first one. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. You'll so get there. I'll get, I'll get there. I'll, I don't think I will. <laughs> so, they, anyway, so this woman pulls them apart. And then it, they go, and then Vindy goes, hey! And it just pans to Vindy, a really quick pan. Yeah. And he's got his leg, his Foot fucking a car, right? Yeah. That's what he's doing. He's foot fucking his car yeah. like this. Yeah. All muscles just, just tense to fuck. It's just he can yeah. barely move. He's so riddled with muscles, and and it just everyone just stops this big row, and he goes, "Are you hungry?" And the bloke goes, "Yeah, good, because you're saying mass." And that was it. I was yeah. like, "What?" The, uh, what? It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, because the, the whole point is in the like the the film, the first film. Uh, and, Does he uh, say mass? Well, they they, they all like because they're all like family. They they all like have barbecues and shit together because he was like he's oh, mate in his gang. Right. Okay, and it, and it was just like, like I think it was just Vin Diesel's way of doing like an adrenaline drop. He was just calming it down. <sighs> right, it's just, okay. It's, just, it's, just, it's like you want to eat something because you're going to do like the the nice bit. Like you got to right. do nice. Okay. And after that. You gotta suck this thing. Polish me knob. Polish me knob. Polish me knob. And and my favourite line in the whole thing uh, was eleven million dollars. Sounds like a whole lot of vaginal activity to me. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> it was uh, glossy bollocks, and yeah. uh, and after that, I went and watched the uh, Tokyo Drift. Yes, number three. Number uh, yes, number, number three. Three. Yes, it, but but yeah. actually number seven. It, right, yes, because yeah. the Chinese bloke halfway through uh, Fast Five, someone says to him, "You, sh- we should go to Tokyo," and he goes, 
not not yet not yet <laughs> so I just kind of thought right this is obviously yeah. Tokyo Drift is going to because he's in it he's yeah. in Tokyo Drift yeah, and, and, he gets killed. Bloke, and he gets killed that's right he gets <laughs> yeah. killed in a fear killed yeah. fireball yeah. yeah and that is truly awful and a truly awful film yeah uh, the only discernible story I could see is you have to learn to drift your car like which is which is going around the corner Sideways, uh, sideways with wheels. It was, it was just bizarre. I didn't really get it. The main bloke was just the worst actor in the yeah, world, and he, and he wasn't even muscly, so I don't even know no. the point of him. Yeah, he, it, he looked like um, he looked like Stevo. If Steve-O spent like Easter around here with, he, with, he, with a Cadbury's Gatto. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A fat Steve-O with an attitude problem. He, he just can't act. He's yeah. just dreadful. Everyone at high school was in their 40s. Yeah. It was bizarre. I mean, Beat Takeshi was the young kid in it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was unreal. That was And after yeah. that, I was like, I can't. I, just, I watched them almost back to back Alan yeah. over one Saturday night oh, please brain please don't give me any more so I'm not sure if I can do any more okay okay I might enough. I might watch the first one really give okay. the first one a crack well that's the, about racing though isn't it the first one no no it's just a crime thriller oh okay yeah right. the okay. first one I'll tell you what I'll tell you what to do now you tell me five was the best five, I think five is the best but then no. I have seen all the others um but yeah, I'm worried. If it is the best, then it might well be the best. What have I got? What have I got to come? Different films. They're different. <laughs> okay. the, 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 the problem is that after Five came out, yeah, every other action film copied it. Yeah. So Five was the, the like progenitor to your Expendables and your stuff like your Guardians of the Galaxy and things like that 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 brings a ragtag bunch together and tries to build a franchise off yeah. the back of it um, because it's so like preposterously successful. Um, I can't see why. Honestly, I, I can't see it. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's been a slow journey to get here. Ironic, yeah. given the name of the, um, <laughs> the, 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 the franchise. franchise yeah. But uh, yeah, give, uh, but anyway, give, I'll, I'll, I'll watch another one. Yeah, I need to watch number seven the other day because that's on Netflix. I need done five, three, and then seven. I'd say I'd say scrap the plan and go back, go to one. In fact, one might have actually been next. Right. Okay. Well, watch the first one. Watch okay. the first one because it, right. it's it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Oh, I'll get back to you, Alan. Yeah. Let me know. Let yeah. me know. I, I'm intrigued. Okay, I really am. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what would you What would you give um, oh, Tokyo Drift? To- Tokyo Drift's a fucking. It's a drifting four. Okay, well, I don't think we ever had a. Four. No, we've had a, No, not a four. We've had a three, haven't oh, we? We've had, we've had, we had a couple of threes. We've had threes. We've had a yeah, two yeah. as well before. I think we've had a two. Yeah, yeah turgy yeah. two. A four. A four's really. Yeah, like, a four is it's just. Like, it's almost worse. Yeah, parting <laughs> four. <laughs> Deflating Tokyo shit. <laughs> yeah. There's your two-word review. Yeah. yeah, I'm not even doing a two-word. It was just tur- tur- turgid Tokyo. There Excellent. Well, you had, a, you had a wonderful double bill. Uh, and I had a double bill as well. Yes, you did. I had a Ryan Reynolds double bill. Is there um, any other better uh, double bill than a Ryan Reynolds double bill? Well, yes, there is. There's oh. a, a Ryan Reynolds mind swap double <gasps> bill. What? Yes. It's like face-off, but they put Ryan Reynolds' face... On Ryan Reynolds' head, and everyone's happy. That sounds like a good mix. <laughs> At the end of it, you get a Ryan Reynolds, and everyone's great. Wow! Uh, so I watched, and in in order, I watched the film Criminal, uh, which is starring the aforementioned uh, Reynolds and uh, Kevin Costner, Gal Gadot, uh, Gary Oldman, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Jordi Molia, as you'll, you'll recognise, but you don't recognise his name, uh, Michael Pitt. Uh, Amory N- uh, Nolasco who you'll recognise as C-Note from Prison Break uh, Alice Eve uh, okay. Scott Adkins uh, just loads of people in this um, so this is the film and I'll give you the IMDB um, synopsis is uh, <clears throat> in a last ditch effort to stop a diabolical plot a dead CIA operative's memories, secrets and skills are implanted into a death row inmate in hopes that he will complete the operative's mission just, that's a shit name for a science fiction film, then, because that it doesn't sound like a science fiction criminal. It's, it's not a science fiction oh, film. Okay. It really, it really isn't. It's um, so you've got Ryan Reynolds, who's a CIA, and I must say, this film all set in London. Is it? Yeah, it's all set in London, um, and uh, he's just bombing around bank, which is pretty. He's just, it's all set around well, pretty much just where I work. So I'm like, oh, cool. And they get the geography spot on. So well done. Kudos for that. Probably um, just doing it between his BT adverts. <laughs> yes, exactly. He probably was. So Ryan Reynolds is a CIA. He's bombing about. And the um, 
he gets caught and he gets killed effectively oh right like this is the first three minutes of the film and it's a he don't mind dying early in a film does he Ryan no 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 it's not I mean it's it's not exactly a shock um and uh, from there on in, they're just like, oh, no, we need to find the thing. And when I say that, that's almost verbatim. It's, it's, it's like, we need to find the thing. Who knows the thing? Bobby knows where the thing is. But Bobby's dead. Ah, oh, but is he? Ah, oh, but is he? But we need the thing. Okay, let's go find someone to get Bobby, and then we get the thing. Okay, that's kind of the quality Christ. of the thing. So then uh, Tommy Lee Jones rocks up. Oh, and his river of face. And his, and his river of face. And you know how he's always, he's a bit like, you know, a bit grumpy, like... I'm not going to let you put that in there. You're not, you're not going to put his man in there, buddy. So, you know, he's, he's, like, this, he's really sort of like, he's, he's just like, I've been trying to do this for years. I don't know whether, why you're not giving me the money for the. Like, What's he, a scientist in it? Yeah, he's just like a doctor. And it's, right. it's almost as if he's had a stroke. Yeah. He's, he's so laconic and like, just. Styling it in. Sluggish. Yeah. Styling it in. Yeah. Man. Do you know what? You're right. And there's. there's there's a particular scene where he's being threatened by someone, and he's just like, "He's like, I don't think you want to do this. This is another, this is another play for you. There must, be, there must be better things we can do with this." Right? And it's almost as if he's talking to Kevin Costner, just going, "There's, there's better things we can do with this. We, we could go somewhere else and do something else. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> we should be shooting criminal." Um, he, he, he is, um, yeah, he, he's, he, he's just, he's making that paycheck. Yeah, of that, course. He, I don't know, I don't, I don't know why he needs the money, but he, apparently he does. So he decides that the best person to implant the memories of this uh, CIA agent into would be th- apparently the worst human being ever. Right. But which like, is Kevin Costner. Which is Kevin Costner. Uh, but he, Kevin Costner, he's all right in this. What is he, like a serial killer or something? Yeah, like, sort of, yeah. And a, like a, and killer, a, a rapist and a, somebody. Apparently, oh, he had a, apparently he had like a brain injury and he, he, he's, com- he's, the, he's like the... He's like the massive sociopath. He's like the poster boy for sociopaths. He, right. he feels no emotion whatsoever. So that's probably. I think that's why they right, said he was the okay. best because he got a bit of his brain missing, and like so nothing will be disrupted when you put memories in there. So so Ryan Reynolds' brain is in his brain, but he's got his own brain as well. Yeah. So it's just his memories. Two brains. And shit. Yeah. So they didn't actually take. So, his so physical, it's a man with two brains, basically. But yeah, without Steve Martin, but more funny. Um, <laughs> so they didn't actually take his brain pan out. And, Pop it in his head. They t- just use some electrolysis or something. Unless we get rid of hair. Um, they, yeah, they don't I fucking know it. They, they, <laughs> they just used some magic, and right. it, his memories went from where to there. That's okay. it. Um, so is that ever Ryan Reynolds? Is that, is he... That's it. He's gone. Oh, he's gone. Okay. It, he's, he's, he's done. done. There's one. There's one. Sh- yeah, exactly. There's one shot where he's um, where like Kevin Costa looks in the mirror and Ryan Reynolds looks back. Classic, okay. and, nice. that's, and that's it. That's it. And then all you get is photographs. Apparently, he spent two days making this nice. when he came over on a press what, trip. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he was over on a press trip for, De- for Deadpool, right? And he's just like, oh, I got an afternoon. <laughs> like that. And he's on the posters. He's top build everything. He's in it for three minutes. Brilliant. Um, but Kevin Costner in this, it takes a while, but he does some good work here. Okay. Actually, the film's not great. Right. It is not. It doesn't not, sound it, like it's great. Not a good film. It, it, it's something that you would like if if someone told you that was made for ten million dollars, you'd go, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. This was I, released at the cinema. It's I know like it was. General release. It, it, mate, it posters everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. especially in London. But then now I know why. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just full on. Um, so what's it? Is action then? There's there's some action. It, it's more like a. What can I say? Thriller? It's like, yeah, it's trying to be a thriller. It's trying to be sci-fi. It's trying to be a bit Minority Report-ish. Right, okay. Because he's like seeing fragments of shit. Imagine if they just rolled the characters of like Tom Cruise and, uh, what's her name, Emily Mortimer together. Right, okay. And then just had the, is it Emily Mortimer? It doesn't matter. Uh, and then just like was just like, oh, Samantha Morton. Samantha uh, Morton. Just go, it, go, yeah. go. Like, that. that's it. And then carry on with that film. It's like that. Yeah, it's right. It's incomprehensible. But, it has something and at the end I was a bit like you could probably do another one of these and it could probably be okay yeah do you know what I mean yeah yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it had the ideas alright yeah like Gary Oldman in it was was dreadful was he like, like absolutely just shouting with his rubbish American accent <laughs> um, yeah but that's what he does best yeah but it wasn't even good uh, but you know it's really disappointing because I thought that there, you know there's something there with this, and you've just not done it right. You've not, yeah. I can't tell you how to fix it. Yeah, but yeah. There, there's something there, and it's kind of disappointing. It's just like, Ugh. and for that, it's a, it's like a seven, just about. 
No, it's not that it's bad, bad then. It does get a point for doing London geography correctly. Right, if, with you, that's a big thing, isn't it? It is, and there's no reason not to. Oh, uh, fair and they shot in some very difficult places and did it really well. So cool, well done okay. for them for that. Now, the second film that I watched, yes, straight after was a film called Selfless. Yes, which is um, a film about Ben Kingsley, uh, who plays a, a like a he's like a property magnate in New York, and he's got like terminal lung cancer or something like that, or some kind of cancer, and he's not doing well. Uh, and everyone knows it, it's not a secret. He's got like three months to live. Anyway, he's not ready to go yet. <laughs> And he's and he's he's as he's as rich as shit, like he's like the wealthiest man in North America, sort of thing. Uh, and he's contacted by a company uh, that says that they can prolong your life. So what they do is they take your memories and they put them in a like they take your brain and put it in a, yeah. a body that's apparently just like a an empty shell, like right. they did in um, that uh, rubbish Schwarzenegger film, The Sixth Day. Oh uh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. So they do that. So they basically put you in a new body. Um, but you have to leave all your old life behind. You've just got another chance. You've just got loads of money. So have another go, right? So they put him in ben- in Ryan Reynolds' body. What are the chances? I know. What the luck, eh? So he... Um, it's actually quite a good scene. Where then he, he goes that. off and makes Deadpool. Becomes a big Hollywood star. <laughs> yeah, then shoots a rubbish film. Imagine that. So basically, Kevin Costner is Ben Kingsley. We've, we've solved this puzzle, Colin. <laughs> there we go. We should make it a film, a meta film. We should have met a film. There we go. Work. All yeah. done. Um, but it, it, there's, it, there's actually a, a nice scene when they do like the transfer, like they do like a, a perception shift on the camera. Um, this is where he like lays down, and then like some shit goes on, and then he wakes up, like moves up, and it's like the other body comes up, and it's Ryan Reynolds, and then his other his old Ben Kingsley body is fucked and shit, and he's dead. Um, but then, because it's like a effectively a brand new body or a new head in a new body, he doesn't know. He can't. He's got no like fine motor skills. Right. So they do like a montage of him getting used to like talking and picking things up and like catching shit. And a bit like I do with my children. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly like yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah. just like learning to walk again. Yeah. Um, learning to walk again. <laughs> like like a Dave Grohl. Um, <laughs> Is that, that an actual that, song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. it's, it's the, the song at the end of Thor. Anyway, uh, what was he in a wheelchair in the Thor then? Yeah, well, you would be as well if you were that ripped. <laughs> um, he's uh, after that, you know, he's just trying to get on with his life, and he keeps having these flashes of memories. And it turns out that the body that he's in—I'm going to spoil this—the body that he's in isn't a brand new body. It was an old body, the, dirty old body, dirty, dirty old Ryan Reynolds shaped body oh, um, that, that that had basically sold himself into whatever he said. Like, here's a load of money. I'm going to die effectively and someone else can pump their brain into my head. Um, Does any of his memory from Ryan Reynolds come into this and they, yes, and they have some sort of conflict within his mind? Uh, no, not really. Oh, not okay. really conflict. Quite the opposite, in fact. Oh, they get on like a house on fire. Well, it's not It's not really that kind of relationship, Colin. It's uh, <laughs> it's complex. Uh, effectively, he falls for Ryan Reynolds's wife and I daughter. say false for Ryan Reynolds <laughs> well oh, wow, there's a film it's easy to do um, so yeah I'm going to marry Pamela Henderson <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh, it's it's shit this film <laughs> is it really it's shit. and again it's another film that was publicised the shit out of like it was everywhere was this released yeah yeah this was released Jesus again both these films are on Netflix both of them are thoroughly well to avoid. But I just I found it really bizarre that I didn't even aim to do it. I just watched two films at like the same person. Absolutely bizarre. That we were like swapped with mind swap stuff. And you know, it's not something you see all the time, mind swap stuff. I mean no, no. you can probably count the good ones on the fingers of two fingers. Two yeah, fingers. A man with two fingers. <laughs> man with two fingers. Yeah, I, I mean Man with two fingers yeah, it's a Steve Martin sequel, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's face off and big. Not big. Um, <laughs> yeah, vice, vice versa. Vice versa. Judge, Reinhold. And, uh, and Andre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, um, oh, and, yeah. by the way, listen, Andre listens to our podcast, right? Look at this. When we do one. Well, yeah, when we, when we do one. Andre, Andre, when he can't sleep, he puts our podcast on. Yep. Since he wants to sleep, says, says, it's a lovely sleep. And every now and then he wake up to hear me go, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> we're about to sleep. Get out of my room, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leave my wife alone. Yeah, that's, but that's how rude. <laughs> I didn't know how to stay. It was on a backhanded compliment. I, 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 I couldn't listen to anything when I'm going to sleep. 
Oh, I listen. Yeah, I can listen like radio. So. I can't have a headphones on. He's though. always just a radio, Andre. Always just you can't, can't go to and listen to radio. Well, this isn't radio. This is theatre for the mind. The, well, this is it. Yeah, this is obviously the theatre that sends him straight to sleep. It's like one of those really <laughs> sh- off, off, off Broadway ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called something like with two men with nothing better to do. <laughs> uh, starring James Corden and Telly Savalas. <laughs> Wow, I could pay good money to see that. <laughs> and in fact, you came off better in that, uh, that analogy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, criminal or selfless, rubbish, don't bother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which one's worse, Alan? Which one's worse? Uh, selfless. Right, okay. Uh, but they're, they're both pretty on a pot. The thing is, criminal had some very interesting, not interesting, but very good ideas that didn't quite follow through with, but some good execution. Whereas selfless... Really lost its way. Uh, is it half, hard? Halfway through, hard was boring. To watch. All the stuff building up to it, all the stuff with Ben Kingsley as Ben Kingsley was good because he was quite an arsehole. Um, and all the stuff with Ryan Reynolds, like when he's when he is Ryan Reynolds, being like young and hip and cool again, uh, is good. But the minute it gets into like, oh, there's a chase and there's some people here that you don't know what they're going to do, and oh, he's got a gun. Oh, just turn it off. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. So um, two two. Complete misfires there. Oh dear. Yeah. I feel sorry for you, really. Oh, yeah. It's both for them. That's a shit double bill. It is. I did try. Um, I think I won that double bill then. You, I enjoyed mine, kind of. You, my double bill. Well, yeah. I mean, at least yours. At least yours has um, car fingering in. <laughs> yeah, it has legs <laughs> and mass. Uh, so, what else we got? Shimmer Lake. Shimmer Lake, Alan. Another ne- next Netflix exclusive. It's easy for you to say. Fuck me, Alan. It's been a long <laughs> evening, hasn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, Netflix exclusive. Um, uh, this is this is uh, directed by Orin again U- Uziel. Uh, he, he also directs a film called Freaks of Nature, uh, okay. uh, which I which I actually quite enjoyed. Um, I've not seen it, but I've heard good things. Yeah, I, I think I reviewed it on here. It's, it's quite a good That's little film. Probably, where I heard probably it. yeah, probably it's quite a good little film. Uh, this stars Benjamin Walker, Stephanie Sigmund, Wyatt Russell, uh, Rain Wilson, a- Adam Pally, Ron Livingston, and John Michael Higgins and, and Ron Codry. Mm-hmm. Right, I need you because that is literally the whole cast of the film, and it's the story of a bank robbery in a very small town in mid mid middle America. Um, the film's told backwards. Okay. So it uh, memento style. No, no, no. So the film start. The film is told back. So it it starts with R- Wayne Rain Wilson's character waking up, covered in blood, uh, and you see twenty minutes of what's going on. You know exactly who's done the robbery. Yep. Who's alive? Who's dead? And the sheriff, who's Rain Wilson's brother, is trying to catch the perpetrators. The two FBI agents played by Ron Codry and Ron Livingston. Um, and it's a really quirky little film. It's a very independent, cheaply made indie. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Um, and like I said, it's the story working backwards from this robbery. So you know you're going to get like a shootout and what exactly happens at the end. And the twist comes at the end. There is yeah. a twist. Um, uh, me, and, me and Sally watched it. Um, there was, there's some lovely dialogue. I, I love Ron Livingston. Yeah. I think he's great. Yeah, yeah. He played him and, him and his mate, the two, two feds who turn up after this robbery. And the sheriff's like, listen, before you even start, he said, this is a local matter. These are local people. My brother's involved. I this is to- a local matter for local people. <laughs> yeah, was, like, I know everyone involved. I went to school with these people. I mm. played football at high school with these people. I can catch these people. So let me do my job. And at the end, you can take all the credit because I don't care. Yeah. And he went... And then, and then Ron Codry who plays the FBI goes can I just stop yeah, can I just tell you what I want to say and he's like go for it he said listen the only reason we're here is because this bank is federally insured he said we are the fuck up feds we are not even the C or the D team Ron Lewis says again yeah man we're like the G team we're fucking rubbish at our jobs and he says so what you're saying We'll follow you. He's <laughs> like wicked. They're the most inept FBI agents you'll ever Brilliant. see. It's fucking great. So there's this love, and there's these lovely little little things that go on because every flashback is another day. So every yep. day, so it starts on Friday and goes back to Monday when the robbery happens, mm-hmm. right? And every day, um, the the police chief goes up to pick his partner up, and he's always got someone in the front of his car. So the the the, the the partner has to sit in the back. I know it doesn't sound particularly funny, but his reaction from day 
the first, the, the last day, Friday, he's yeah. like, fuck, like when he gets in, someone else in the front, and then you see every day there's someone different in the back of the car, yeah. like the, the shit he has to go through sitting in the back of his vehicle <laughs> every day, like a criminal. Uh, it, it was re- pretty funny. Uh, it's a very small story. Mm. It's got some few twists in it. There's a judge in it who's really good played by John Michael Higgins. It's definitely worth a watch. Okay. Very quirky little film. Uh, it's just a little bit, nah, uh, yeah, they, you know, I've seen uh, this story. Uh, we guess the ending very, very or early the beginning. on, or the beginning. Yeah. Yes, we we guess the, the twist fairly early on. Okay, but um, there's some great performances all around. The, the bloke who plays the actual sheriff, Benjamin Walker, was really good. Rain Wilson is always great in everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's definitely worth a watch on Netflix. Superb. What do yeah, you give yeah, it? I'll give it seven out of ten. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. To review, gonna go with Bloody Mess. Good. That sounds good. Yeah. I, I, I am definitely going to check that it sounds very interesting yeah you're, it's quirky man it's yeah. quirky is that Shimmer Lake available on Netflix right now yep yep exclusive superb I'm on that free it's free that is <laughs> that's where they get you <laughs> where they there. get you uh, talking about something else that's on Netflix I've seen yes. The Judge uh, oh, right. which was a 2014 film uh, starring Robert Downey Jr., uh, Robert Duvall, Vera Famigula, uh, Billy Bob Thornton who's good in this nice uh, Vincent D'Onfrio uh, Jeremy Strong Dax Shepard uh, well, it's quite a heavyweight cast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anything with Dax Shepard in is just, uh, it's just right up there. Um, <laughs> I can't even forget it. It's too funny. Um, so, uh, to give you the synopsis, uh, big city lawyer Hank Palmer, which is uh, RDJ, uh, returns to his childhood home where his father, the town's judge, is suspected of murder. Hank sets out to discover the truth and along the way reconnects with his estranged family. Now, yeah. In this, you've got Robert Downey Jr. being Robert Downey Jr., charming, you know, verbose, all that stuff. Um, Good word. And he's uh, what, verbose. Verbose. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, and, and he's he's dynamic with the rest of his family. Is really kind of the driving force behind this. So he's a he's a, a big city lawyer. I think he's like a divorce divorce attorney or something like that. Uh, and gets a phone call saying his mum's died. Right. So he has to. Go, he goes back home to this small town. Um, it's like, like a southern town kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, very like very beautiful, like li- very American Stephen Kingish st- small okay, right, town. Gotcha. Like, yeah. There's no no scary clowns in this. Um, <laughs> uh, and he he meets up with his brothers who still live there, and he's he's I think he's his older brother, uh, played by Vincent D'Onfrio, uh, and their younger brother, uh, played by Jeremy Strong, um, who's got some sort of men, uh, learning disability um, and you've got Vincent D'Onfrey just big as shit in this and you look at the three of them and you think you're not brothers yeah <laughs> there's like, no way yeah. you're uh, brothers uh, Natalie was sitting there and I was, she didn't watch it I was just coming I was like these three are supposed to be brothers and she goes have you seen your brothers <laughs> and you and I was like yeah good point yeah that is a fair uh, point yeah, yeah. <laughs> which one am I I've got to be I'll be I'll be Jay right um, <laughs> I'm not arguing I'm sitting in the room with you when, when I talk to your brother it's going to be a different story yeah, I'll, I'll be the one with learning disabilities um, but the film's really about um, uh, RDJ and Robert Duvall butting heads about this about this this thing that happened um, and whether or not it actually happened uh, and Robert Duvall's real fucking cranky yeah. in this and the whole point is that he's a he's a hard arsehole not in a kind of like He's not Arly Ermly kind of um, yeah. like hard arsehole. He's just like he's he's a judge, and you know he's he, he did have a great deal of time for his kids and stuff like that because uh, he was working. Uh, and it's about just trying to reconnect with family. So it's not a courtroom drama as such, then. No, there's there's actually very little courtroom stuff in right, it. Okay. The whole the whole point is that it's about those guys working through their issues. Right. Okay. Um, or oh, an issues film. Yeah, but it, it's good. Oh, okay. it, it's it's funny in places. Dak Shepard's actually really funny in it. Right. Um, Billy Bob Thornton comes and goes in it, and he's excellent in this as always. Yeah. But he's just slick as shit. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Like, just real, real cool. Wicked through the whole thing. Um, That's good. They don't see him like that very often. No, no, not at all. It, this this film does centre though around Robert Downey Jr. It's a showpiece for him and Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall's excellent. I should point out it's a it's a very difficult role yeah. to play. And, I, and you, it, I'm purposefully being vague about this because okay. it takes take some turns. Um, it's a bit overlong. How long is it on for? This film. Uh, what are we looking at? 141 minutes. Oh, oh, that is a long film. Jeez, nearly three hours. Yeah. 
Two twenty, yeah. Two twenty, yeah. Um, yeah, nearer two than three, actually. <laughs> yeah, good, good tagline for this. Defend your honour, uh, which I like. Yeah, 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 which is good. Um, it's a good film. It is good. I, I was, it, I was really surprised at how much I liked this film. It's quite touching in places. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it's, a, it's, 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 now, a, it's a it's a it's a nice surprise. It's what you could watch it. I watch it with Sally. Sally, yeah, yeah, uh, sounds definitely. Like a good one for us. It's, though, it's yeah. not like a dinner party film. It's a, it's one to sit down. Yeah, I've got two kids. I haven't had dinner party in fucking five years. <laughs> your kids and are even Lily, it was just two. two. <laughs> My life is over. <laughs> I turned fourteen and I'm not going back. <laughs> I cannot go back. You, you can't go. You back, can't make me. <laughs> um, yeah, the judge. I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, as I say, it's from 2014. So some of you may have actually missed it. Um, I recommend giving it a go. Uh, I would give it an 8 out of 10. Nice, nice. I definitely would. Good. Yeah. Okay, right. All right, I'll check that uh, out. Two would review would be Court Martial. Lovely. I guess. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. So that's the judge. Available now. Sweet. Um, to wrap this up, yes, Colin, yes. We, have, we have been watching Fargo Season <sighs> 3. Oh, sit back and relax, everyone. A fucking lovely show's on telly. Yes. Yes, 100%. Oh, what a show. It's been a while. I mean, I couldn't wait. I mean, the first two are just two of the best series telly's ever produced, in my opinion. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And I, I had doubts of of this one. The modern setting was one. I just loved the not period, but you know, I loved the 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 sort of seventies setting of of one and and the and the nineties setting of or the eighties setting. I think yeah. it was the first one. Um, and this was modern day and Ewan McGregor. I'm not saying I'm not a fan of Ewan McGregor. I'm just. Just thought, oh, he doesn't, you know, he's not Billy Bob Thornton. No. You know, do you know what I mean? But fuck me, I couldn't be more wrong. Uh, he's he's incredible in this. Yeah. Again, it's such a Fargo story. But he's not playing the Billy Bob Thornton role. Well, no, he's not. He's yeah. not. He's not. He's. Uh, I don't think, well, the Billy Bob Thornton role is really David Hewlett in this, yes. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's the story of two warring brothers who, who have fallen out for many years over the inheritance uh, of, of their parents' estate, which basically, <laughs> he took a car, one took a car, and one took a, a stamp collection, yeah. and it turned out the stamp collection was worth an absolute fucking fortune, from which he built an em- a car parking lot empire, and the other one became a, uh, what are they? He's a, a, a parole officer. A parole officer, and yeah. a bit of a loser. Now, now car parking lot, car park lot, Empire yeah. couldn't be more Fargo. <laughs> no, this is exactly right. It yeah. couldn't be more Cohen's. Yeah, it couldn't be it. more. I, mean, I know Cohen's yeah. have nothing to do with this, yeah, but yeah. like it, it's it's perfect. It is and I don't perfect. know why, and I can't explain it, but it's perfect. Yeah, no. Just in the same way that I don't know, wanting to open a dry cleaners in the man who like, man who wasn't <laughs> there is perfect. Um, it, it's the little details. In the in this program, and indeed, you know, the the the, the prior seasons as well, um, that really set it out. Yeah, it, uh, it, it, without that, you could. Like, oh, one person got a stamp, and another person like got a car, and it's just like <laughs> that's the difference of like their whole life changes on that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, yeah, everything goes on like this. It's such a mundane thing, uh, and you know, one's. You know, in shape, and everyone's a bit fat. And, yeah. You know, I mean, the two the two brothers couldn't be any more different in this show. I mean, you know exactly who's on screen at the time. There's no confusion in which brother you're dealing with at the time. I mean, it's, it's brilliant performance from, yeah. from you and McGregor. Uh, and and in classic Fargo style, the brother uh, hires someone in the pro- who is one of his parole people. I don't know what you call it, like parolees. A, parolees. Who's like an absolute loser, thief, and murderer to go and steal this stamp from the address, and he loses the address and gets the wrong address and kills the wrong person trying to get the stamp. Yeah, and that's where it all just kicks off from there in classic Fargo style. Just yeah. you know, coincidence upon mystery, yeah. upon ha- upon happenstance, fuckuppery, yeah, yeah, <laughs> general fuckuppery, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, it's delicious. And in the meantime, the the, the famous the, the 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 successful brother, he uh, during the the uh, the uh, the financial meltdown borrowed money from a from a, a, a not totally legitimate loan firm, shark, yeah. a loan shark, and when he goes to get it back, who's paid by Davis, he says, you don't pay it back, I'm taking half your business and I'm <laughs> going to run a, a money laundering firm. And David Fulis in this is just 
something to behold, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? I've, I've nature, never yeah. seen anything like that. He's terrifying yeah. and funny. And you just you wouldn't fuck with him at all. No, no, no. Just, he, it's he, horrible. He looks. He looks like a like a haunted scarecrow. Yeah. He's just. Dis- he looks disgusting. Evil, yeah, disgusting. And, and also right. the sort of person you'd want to sit down and go like, "Tell me your story." Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll listen if you can tell it. Yeah. I'll listen. Yeah. Like, I want to know. But, but leave what, me alone afterwards and never yeah, speak to yeah, you again. Yeah. I want to know what happened for this to happen. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. for you to exist. Tell me everything. Yeah. Um. Yeah, oh, it, it's it's so and well acted, so well designed. Um, your favourite Mary Elizabeth Winston, Mary Elizabeth isn't it? Winston. It's, it's great. Yeah, she's terrific. Classic, like, misdirection casting in that. Yeah, yeah. Because she's, like, just as whip-smart as everyone yeah, else, if yeah. not smarter. Um, and, I mean, I, I'm, I've got three or four more episodes to watch. Right, I've got five. Um so I'm I'm keen to see where everyone's going. Yeah, yeah. And it's because you know oh, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of bloodshed in this. Oh, I think you could just man. it's horrible. You can feel the net tightening around everyone. In classic Fargo style, it's, you know, you just the net is tightening and you're just getting gripped with it. And yeah. you're like, oh god, who's gonna get out of this? And basically, just everyone just to me seems they're just walking dead. Nearly <laughs> <laughs> everyone in this is gonna die. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's incredible. Uh, and as far as I mean, I, as I say, I've got like, three or four episodes left to go, and it's a straight. 10, oh, massively, yeah, massively. Yeah. I mean, if you've never, and the best thing about these Fargo series is you can just go, you can you can start on number three, yeah, you yeah. can go on number two, one, three. It's not like Fast Furious series, can, not series, the, so, not, yeah, the episodes. not the episodes that really <laughs> ruin it for you. But yeah, the series you can just they're completely independent from each other. Yes, uh, it's Noah Farley, no, no, Noah Hawley. Noah sorry, Hawley, yeah. uh, again, done Legion. Um, he's a fucking genius. That he bloke. is absolutely is. Yeah, I mean, the writing is just second to none. I I think it's I think it might be the best thing I've ever seen on television. Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. Like, and I know that you know something like Fortitude is like up there as one of my favourites. And again, that's that's that is one of the best. But it's very there, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like Fargo. It's so artistic, yeah. and some of it's so out there, but it all makes sense, and it's every little detail fits into the wider puzzle that, yeah. and, uh, and the picture that they're trying to paint. Like, um, I mean, you pointed this out to me when we were talking over the text, that one of the episodes is just a backstory to a character that's dead. Oh, it's, uh, that, uh, that for, blew me away. For no reason. For no reason. She uh, just goes off to look at the the death of her stepdad yeah. because she found a book from he wrote when, in his 30s in Hollywood. Yeah. And she just goes to Hollywood and it's just... I mean, it's what an episode that is. It's got nothing to do with what's going on with that, that series mm. at all. It just doesn't help. It could, have been, it could have been explained in a phone call. Yeah, like in, a, in, it a, in an aside. It doesn't bring the plot anywhere forward to the rest of the series at all. Yeah, well, and yet, as far as we know. Well, as far as we know. Yeah, but and yet they ain't got much time to do it. No, and yet it's it's probably the best episode. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. I so, loved it. Yeah, I loved it. It, it. It's it's those odd episodes in things yeah. that really set me going. I yeah, think, yeah, uh, and I. After it finished, I just had the biggest grin on my face, and it finished with a like a split screen, and you know, uh, and then there was like a, a dissolve into something else, and then like the credit came up, and it, like I mean, mid, you had that cre- mid credit credits club like after about fifteen minutes, you know, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's like bang, it's like Fargo. You're like, <laughs> yeah. There was no reason to do that, and I love that you did. And you've got the uh, the animation of the little robot walking through the, the yeah. world billions of years later, like for that whole episode as did well. You, did like, you notice oh. the um the the voiceover as well? Sigourney Weaver for no reason oh was it really yeah. Sigourney Weaver and then in one of the other episodes you've got Billy Bob Thornton doing a voiceover oh I never noticed no reason just, just get him in what a great <laughs> as soon as it got I, was like, I, wasn't, I wasn't watching it I had it on and I, I was just like, sending right. a, te- send a text message and I was like Sigourney Sigourney Weaver oh, I, did, I, I didn't even realise that yeah, wow yeah. oh boy it just it clicked me out I was like that is fucking brilliant for no reason you could have had anyone Jesus anyone you just like had yeah, her had her well, listen, if anything else, we've discussed this episode, this is what you need to watch. Yes. The yep. Fargo series one and two, they're on Netflix. Yeah, they're also on, uh, if you've got Virgin, you can get them on box sets. Oh, okay. And, uh, and uh, Sky as well, I guess. And I know uh, Channel 4 are showing Fargo series three, although belatedly, you can get all of them somewhere else. Yes. But I think we're up to see episode five. Whether they're still all on there, I don't they only, know. They only keep one a week. Right, on okay. So up until the, the an episode airs, you can get the previous one. Oh, I see. One. Right, okay. And then shit a, channel four. And then an it. hour later, you can get the other one. They're, 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 they're shit, they are. Yes. 
anyway, anyway, find it, watch it. Find it, yeah. It's, so it's, it. it's unmissable television. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Cool. I think that's a good place to leave it. Yes, Alan! Uh, I've enjoyed it. I, we, we've got through a lot. We've done a lot. Not yeah. even half of what we've actually got. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But, uh, we but won't bore you with it. We, we are going to be back next week. Yes. We are. We're going to try our utmost to be a bit more regular now. Um, seeing as this is uh, obviously, you know, season three, episode two, uh, also known as Scattershot 121, Scattershot 1 to 1, me to you, us to all of you, from me to Colin, from Colin to me. We to me to you. To me to you. From Barry to, I don't know what the other Gary. Two. Gary and Barry Chuckle? Uh, no, the ba- the Barry brother Chuckle. No. Barry Chuckle. Barry one. Chuckle is one of them. Yeah. I think the other one might be called Barry as well. Because their dad was really funny. <laughs> I mean, you think they're funny. Their dad was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Barry and Barry. The Reverend Chuckle. That was, that was their dad. <laughs> Irrelevant Chuckle. Ir- Irrelevant Chuckle, yeah. That's the name of my uh, autobiography. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Thank you very much for listening to Scattershot 121. Uh, my name's been Alan Porter. I'm Colin Briscoe. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.